0: Hello, and thank you for tuning in to another 8-bit flashback. My name's Al from Point of Insanity Game Studio, and for today's flashback, we're going to be doing something a little different from what I normally do. Usually when I do my flashback episodes, whether it's an 8-bit or a 16-bit flashback, I look at a game that I fondly remember from my childhood. Today, however, we're going to be doing the opposite. We're going to be taking a look at a game that I don't fondly remember. Today's game is Data East's Tag Team Wrestling, and this is, without a doubt, one of the worst video games I've ever played. Not just one of the worst professional wrestling video games, but one of the worst games, period. And I'll be explaining why later. Now during the 8-bit era, there were several attempts to make professional wrestling games for the Nintendo Entertainment System. The first set I remember, and in my opinion was probably one of the best, was Nintendo's Pro Wrestling. It gave you a pretty good range of characters, and the play control was actually pretty good as well. You also got to do some other things, like you got to go outside of the ring, and you jump off of the ropes so all in all pro wrestling was a really good game i had a couple of friends who had it so occasionally i would borrow it from them however most of the time that i played pro wrestling it was at my local arcade aladdin's castle they had an old game system there called the play choice 10 i've talked about the play choice 10 in a couple previous episodes but in case you missed those episodes essentially what the play choice 10 was It was an arcade game that had various early Nintendo games on it. I don't think they ever got to the 16-bit era with the PlayChoice 10, and it didn't necessarily have 10 games. I believe it usually had quite a bit more. But what you would do is you'd put in a quarter, and that would give you so many number of minutes. And you could play as many games as you wanted in that time. So that was actually kind of cool because let's say you played Super Mario Brothers and you died a minute into the game. Well, you still had time left. You could just choose another game to play or restart your Super Mario Brothers game. Some of the games I remember on there, there was, of course, Super Mario Brothers. Uh, Metroid is another one I remember playing. I think they may have had Legend of Zelda. I know they also had Super Mario Brothers 3 when that came out but Pro Wrestling was one of my favorite games to play on that particular machine. Unfortunately, I'd have to say there are probably more bad wrestling games for the NES than good ones. One of them that I remember playing a couple times, and this one really didn't impress me very much, was Muscle. Some of you children of the 80s out there might remember Muscle things, which I don't remember what a uh, muscle stands for it was like millions of uncontrollable creatures lurking everywhere or something like that but there were these little pink wrestling figures and I think eventually they came in other colors and I had a bunch of these when I was a kid and they actually made a little wrestling ring for them too so really the main fun of those was just trading them and collecting them and I think I don't remember if they came blind package I think they came in a blister pack so you could actually see what you were about to get So they did try to make a game for it, but it wasn't really very impressive. Another early attempt at making a professional wrestling game was WWF's Wrestlemania. And that one was pretty horrid. The play control was terrible. But the other thing I remember about it is was visually it was just plain dull. I mean, you were essentially in a wrestling ring floating in a black void. Come on, they're, you're telling me they couldn't have put some audience members in the back? I mean, even pro wrestling not only had a cameraman, a referee, and it had the audience as well. I know there were also a couple of other WWF games, like there was I think a Steel Cage Challenge one, and there was also a, I think a Survivor, may have been a Survivor Series one as well, but like I said, they weren't really anything to write home about. But let's take a look now at Tag Team Wrestling. Not only one of the worst wrestling games ever made, but just one of the worst games made, Period. One of the things that was really kind of a letdown in this game is you only had two teams that were available. There was the Strong Bads and the Ricky Fighters. and if you homestar runner fans out there will certainly recognize the strong bads. But this is what really sucked about the game. The play control is terrible. The worst part of it is, okay, this is what you do. You run around trying to punch your opponent. And when you do punch him, it brings up a menu, and you have to flip through the menu to choose what you want to do. Now first, actually landing the first blow on your opponent in order to, well there I did it, B attack, whatever that is, that's usually the one I do because, again, I'm just trying to mash the button, and just so I can hit him and actually do something, Thank goodness for my tag team partner coming in and saving me there. Let's, yeah, let's try to tag out. There we go. Okay. Masked man, whoever he is. Come on. Okay. Hey, dropkick, actually. Something different. I'm not sure if the two characters have different movesets or if I just hit something incorrectly and that that's what allowed me to do that move. But like I said, the, the timing has to be perfect. Like I said, once you usually you're going to be hammering the button. I mean, not that I really think there's much difference in what the moves do anyway. Oh, I said, thank goodness for your tag team partner. About the only thing about this game that I can really say is even remotely innovative is sometimes when you do leave the ring, there's an item out there. I don't know if it's supposed to be a chair or a table, or it might actually just be a, a timekeeper's bell. You know, and oh yeah, the other thing is sometimes when you're outside the ring, you can uh, throw your opponent into the turnbuckle. Oh yes, and also when you tag out, the partner that's tagged out gets a little bit of a rest. So, like I said, that's about the only redeeming features, which, you know, I think if you look at it, not really very, uh, shall we say, noteworthy. I'm actually doing better than I usually do. Usually I try to, I try actually playing a few games of this, to before I started recording to get the hang of things again, and and I was getting my butt handed to me. (sighs) Also, uh, oh, man! Not only a very disappointing game, a, a total waste of plastic and circuitry. I don't know what they were thinking when they made that game. Like I said, it did have a few features that maybe could have been innovative, like the ability to go outside the ring and throw your opponent into the steel post. And then the other thing that was kind of innovative was occasionally when you went outside, there was the foreign object. And Oh yeah, you also see the uh, broadcasters there. And of course there's a cameraman. But the main thing just that hampers this game is the awful play control. All I can say is I've never seen a sports game with such terrible play control. But I think I've complained about this game enough, so hope you enjoyed this 8-bit flashback, even though I was taking a look at a pretty terrible game. Thanks for tuning in, and have a good morning, or evening, or afternoon, whatever it is, wherever you are, and happy gaming.